Democrats live by the motto, never let a good crisis go to waste. And we saw just how anxious and able they were to use the COVID to grab power by dividing and demoralizing the populace. And the demands they made as the pandemic rolled in confirmed for us that they have zero allegiance to the Bill of Rights, no commitment to science, and a complete contempt for inconvenient facts. Now we're watching them as they do the necessary mental and verbal gymnastics to backtrack as it becomes more and more obvious that the policies they pushed and the pandering they engaged in has led to death and a lot of it. My name is James T. Harris and this is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. My name is James C. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. You can follow me on Instagram at James T. Harris or Twitter at James T. Harris, or you can find me on my Facebook page at James T. Harris Media. The Democrats, they you got to give them a hand. They don't stop. And ever since they spilled the beans and they said, you know what, you never let a good crisis go to waste, that's exactly what we've been seeing. Now we're watching them once again. They're trying to to keep the public engaged. The latest thing is that you have the president of the United States. He's backtracking. He's saying that COVID, well, COVID is not a a federal response. The, The federal government can't stop COVID. And this, of course, after he promised us that he had a plan. After he promised us that uh, he said that he would. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things that people love about President Trump in his administration, uh, there was the saying promises made, promises kept. But we've seen Joe Biden break one promise after the other. It's almost as if they believe that that uh, if just if they got in office, magical things would happen. Sort of like, um, sort of like, you know, Barack Obama waving his magic wand. Actually, he accused President Trump of waving a magic wand. Is that what he's going to do to bring the economy back? Well, President Trump didn't have a magic wand. He just knew how economies worked. He came into office and he cut regulations. They cut taxes. 
and we saw the economy begin to roar. We saw people come back to, to the United States, companies come back to the United States. It's a matter of know-how versus know-nothing. So now we sit back. And it's no wonder that the total number of Democrats in Congress who are bailing out is growing on a daily basis. Currently, 23 House Democrats have announced that they are retiring rather than face a blistering loss if they run for re-election in 2022. The Democrats already hold only a razor-thin majority in the House. They want you to think that they have a majority. They've been ruling as if they had a majority, but not so. The GOP only needs a net gain of five seats to regain the House majority. The Democrats know that, and that's why they are fleeing like rats from a ship. Biden's poll numbers. Well, of course, they're in the tank. And it's only been over the last couple of days because what was amazing is you had a vice president Kamala Harris's uh, her ratings were in the toilet. Now it seems like Joe Biden has passed her up, caught up, then passed up. These are the death toll. These numbers. His leadership is so bad that he had to ignore all the campaign promises he made and announced this week that, you know what, um, we're stepping away from COVID as well. The Democrats haven't wasted any time with this crisis. But they've done so much damage to this country and to their party. On November the 2nd, 2020. The aspiring Vice President Kamala Harris tweeted, The first thing Joe and I will do in the White House is get this virus under control. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we've got a montage of Joe Biden making that very promise on the campaign trail when he was not, you know, hiding away somewhere. Joe Biden was out there saying that, that they were going to shut the virus down. Together, not pull us apart. I'll put in place a plan to deal with this pandemic responsibly. I've already done it. I've said it before. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. Before. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. You're going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. Look. And then he, yeah, a few days ago, he says, look, this is this virus is not going to be a federal response. He almost whispers it. This is not going to be solved on the federal level. It's going to have to be solved by the states. He kicked it back. And this was the core of his 2020 campaign promise. He said that not only was he shut down the virus, we would get no more mean tweets he would bring civility back to the nation.
We will be respected in the world again. And people fell for it. A lot of people. But you know what? A lot of people won't likely be fooled again. And where does this leave us? This leaves us with a, a lot of people looking for what's coming next because they have no confidence in Vice President Harris. Over the weekend, they put her out there, you know, on some type of mini media tour trying to rehabilitate her, trying to, to prove that she has gravitas. The problem is Kamala Harris has never had gravitas. She wouldn't have even, she would have washed out of the first, you know, primary run. It was in California. She would have lost her own state. So she dropped out instead. And let's be real. The Democrats, they love to play identity politics. And the only reason why Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris to be his running mate is because she's a person of color. Think about how shallow that is. Does that make Kamala Harris the first affirmative action president? Oh, yes, I did. I did say that. Ask a Jill Biden what she thinks about the choice. It is being reported that Jill Biden and Kamala Harris are just like almost coming to blows in the White House. The tension. But she has performed so miserably that uh, now the rumor is <laughs> that they're going to bring someone else in to take her place. And here's what's interesting to me. It's not the Democrats running around saying this. Now, the Democrats are suggesting it. And you heard the, the murmurs going out as, as people are fleeing a Vice President Kamala Harris's staff in droves. The, the, the first people to actually speak out loud I'm beside myself. The possibility of a replacement <laughs> over the last few days is like Joe Rogan. He's coming out and he's actually suggesting that maybe it should be Michelle Obama who runs for uh, the new vice president slot. Here he is. I really believe if yeah. Michelle Obama runs, she might she win. wins. Yeah, I think she wins. She's good. She's great. Yeah, she's, she's intelligent. Good. Yeah, she's articulate. She's right. the wife of the best president that we right. have had right. in our lifetime in right. terms of like a representative. Of yeah, an intelligent, sure. articulate people. Yeah. Intelligent and articulate. Isn't that what the late Harry Reid, may he rest in peace, isn't that what he said about, about Barack Obama, that he was intelligent and articulate? I would probably steer away from that language if I was a, you know, Joe or anybody else. Oh, she should run. She's, she's intelligent and she's articulate. Really? Is that all you need? Intelligence and, and to be articulate? But Rogan wasn't the only one. You had a panel over there, Fox News. They were making the same observations. Should it be Michelle Obama that takes the place of Kamala Harris? 
So now you have the identity politics of picking Kamala Harris. Why? Well, she's a woman. She's a woman of color. She comes from California. She's very left wing. Now they have this problem of, oh, my God, they've gotten to see Kamala Harris and she's terrible. I mean, where is she on planet Mars during all of this? I mean, they don't put her out at all because she's not able to no. connect to the American people. So if they're going to replace Kamala Harris, they got to look to uh, the identity politics. And I have to say, Michelle Obama fits that type of thinking. Another woman of color um, who's obviously got good poll numbers. It's a very interesting idea. I, I don't think it's an interesting idea at all. At all. And let me caution my Republican brothers and sisters. Stop it. Stop it. You know, we live in a big country. A big, big country. And there are a lot of clean and articulate Democrats. There are. Even if you can confine yourself to Americans of African descent, even if you're looking for color, a person of color, there are plenty uh, articulate, uh, clean, uh, intelligent people. Why must it always be a small pool of just angry people? And Michelle Obama is angry. She's racist. Don't talk to me about how she polls well. Don't talk to me about how she's, yo, oh, she's just so articulate. She's a hater. And she's been on display hating many times. All the way back to when Barack Obama won in Iowa. Remember what she said? This is the first time in her life as an adult she's proud to be an American. What is that? Every chance she gets, she plays that race card or plays the gender card. You're right. The Democrats, yeah, they're stuck on stupid when it comes to identity politics. But listen, Republicans, don't feed into this. I'd rather see them talk about Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams says she's going to run for uh, run for for the governor again. I'm not. I don't believe her. Why? Well, because she hasn't lost any weight. Hey, I'm not. I'm just saying, people, when they're serious about running for office. They lose weight. They get on the, the Jenny Craig. They do something. I don't see Stacey Abrams doing that. Well, what about who's you got some new new out there? But uh, how, how many of these guys that are running are doing their best? Some of these politicians you don't even recognize anymore. They've lost so much weight. No, Republicans stop propping up. Michelle Obama or or Hillary Clinton or anybody else. Democrats, get off the snide and find somebody exciting. I'm sure you can. My name is James C. Harris. I am a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. You are listening to the Glenn Beck program. So there's some really good news. If you didn't get around to it before Christmas, no worries. You still have the opportunity to take advantage of one of the best sales around. Our friends at Chamonix have extended the GenuCell Christmas and holiday season sale so you can ring in the new year the right way. Looking younger and feeling great about your appearance? Right now, GenuCell's most popular package is 60% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those droopy eyelids, forehead wrinkles, pesky back 
sags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline, disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's Classic Collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. Order now and get your complimentary spa package absolutely free at checkout. You get Chamonix's world-class microdermabrasion treatment and cleanser and toner. It's a great gift. Visit GenuCell.com and enter the promo code BECK35 for an additional 35 bucks off. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. GenuCell.com. The code is BECK35. James T. Harris filling in for the Glenn Beck program. I am a radio talk show host out of out of Phoenix, Arizona. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook Media, uh, James T. Harris Media. You can follow me also on Twitter at James T. Harris. I tell you what, all of this talk about Michelle Obama. Notice how they do this. It's like the the Democrats bench is so short. That they're either talking about Michelle Obama or Mayor Pete Booty Gig. I know it's Booty Judge, but I like to call him Booty Gig. Uh, Mayor Pete Booty Gig. They they talk about who? What? Hillary Clinton's popping back. You know, Hillary Clinton's out there uh, handing out Christmas cards again with her and Bill from like 20 years ago standing in front of a Christmas tree in the White House. And Republicans live in fear. We live in fear of the ghost of Clinton past. Or Obama pass. We act as if we're not winners. It has been a problem for the Republican Party forever. Partly because we were sabotaged. We had people like John Boehner, Speaker of the House, promising all he need to do is get the House back. Then promising all he need to do, you know, is to get the Senate back. And then never, never delivering. We have Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House. We're thinking at first he's Captain America. Oh, man, this is going to be great because he's so smart and clean and articulate. He can get things done. And he ends up stabbing the agenda in the back. Oh, we become so accustomed to to losing. And then we get President Trump, whose whole mantra is winning, whose whole mantra is America first. And we saw spectacular things under President Trump. We saw the economy come back. We saw employment among among um, Americans of African descent, Hispanics, everybody. We saw gas prices go down. We saw America's foreign policy of strength become effective. We saw North Korea shake hands with South Korea. We saw peace break out in the Middle East. And we saw the Democrat Party and the media hell bent 24 7 for four years daily out to destroy President Trump and his administration. And with all of that pressure, we still saw massive success for America. Now that they got President Trump out of office. Now that the Democrats are back in and have been a miserable failure. You have Republicans playing into the old game as if we were losers. Look, look. We got President Trump was out of office, but look at that razor thin margin in the House and in the Senate. Look at the special elections, which were still kind of jimmied up. I'm just saying there is no reason in the world. 
for Republicans and conservatives to buy into this malarkey, to quote President Biden, of looking at their narrow, hapless bench. Michelle Obama can't be president of the United States in a free and fair election because you know what? Americans are not going to to vote for a black, angry woman to be president of the United States. They're just not. Blackness has nothing to do with it. Angry does. Racist does. I think we're pretty sick and tired of it. They accused President Trump of it. He didn't do that. Look at Biden. Look at all of the racist things that this man has said since he's been in office. This go round. No, stop the madness. Stop talking to me about Kamala Harris and uh, the first former first lady, Michelle Obama. Stop it with that kabuki dance. If the Democrats can't come up with something better, realize that if we get our states together, we get our act together when it comes to the elections, they're going to be wiped out. And our objective is to never let them up off the mat again. Ever. Again. My name is James T. Harris. I'm talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. Sitting in for the Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. My name is James T. Harris. I am a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. You can follow me on a Twitter at James T. Harris, Instagram at James T. Harris, or you can go to Facebook at James T. Harris Media. Yeah, I am being suppressed right now, but still, give her a try. Give her a try. If I hear from you, I'll try to, to hit you back up. I've been getting some messages. People are blaming me of fat shaming. Because I said that Stacey Abrams can't be serious about running for office because she hasn't run, lost any weight. Look, I've been paying attention to politics for almost 30 years. And I'm here to tell you that when people are serious, serious about running for office, they lose weight. Attorney General Mark Burnovich, you see him all over Fox News right now. He's out of uh, out of Arizona. I bumped into him a few weeks ago. I'm like, my goodness, you've lost weight. He said, I'm serious. I'm focused. Yes, you are. Look at the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. 
You can hardly recognize the man anymore. I was like, who was that? That's Pompeo. No way. He used to be nice, nice and, you know, comfortable and, and chub, chubby. Not anymore. He is stealth. Look at Chris Christie. He, he may be running good. He's even lost even more weight. Senator Kirsten Sinema from the great state of Arizona. When she decided she's going to run for the Senate, it got real. And people are still mad at her. When she wears those, those you know, them high, uh, knee-high boots and the, and the mini skirts down on the floor, that's inappropriate. Shut your mouth. She's styling and profiling. I don't see that. With Stacey Abrams. Uh, she was on TV yesterday. She has a new children's book out, which is kind of wild because she also had a, a soft porn book out. She has a series of soft porn books out. Now she's coming out with a children's book. And they're just touting that book. It's wonderful. Stacy says. It's about herself, I think. And the wonderful things she's uttered. I, you know, I'm not fat shaming. Stacey Abrams, is, she looks like a lovely person. She's the same kind of delusional as, as, as Hillary Clinton, thinking that she wants something that she did not. But, but still, I make these observations because they're based in truth. The days that we can have someone in the White House who is, well, kind of like large and in charge. Well, you know, no, don't tell me that that, that was Trump. He kind of grew in office. <laughs> but that's still part of the whole persona. Big news broke yesterday. Flu is making a comeback in the United States after an unusual year off. Did you know that the flu took a hiatus last year? Yeah, but this year, the flu season has arrived on schedule. Last year, flu season was the lowest on record, likely because COVID-19 measures, school closures, distancing, masks, and canceled travel prevented the spread of influenza. If that's the case, because we still have school closures and distancing and, and masks, plus we have vaccinations, why is the flu back? This is one of the things that just makes me pause and makes me think that the, the Biden administration, that the CDC, that the World Health Organization thinks we're, we're just stupid. The flu disappeared. Or maybe everything you counted as COVID last year was the flu. Now that the flu is back, they're they're telling you to take your flu shot. But after the whole push for for you know the COVID shots, I I don't know. Americans are now weary. This is what this propaganda has done to the medical community. We simply don't trust it anymore. We don't trust our doctors anymore. I was talking to a, a doctor just last week. Actually, I'll be honest with you, it's my doctor. I'm like, I don't trust you. <laughs> There will be no taking of any kind of medication. And now we're hearing that, uh, that you have to get your flu shot. People are not going to trust that anymore because they don't trust the COVID shots, the vaccines. And the COVID vaccines, I think they're, you know, at least the same, if not worse. With the flu, you're guessing if you get the right strain, you'll be all right. But the more we learn about the COVID vaccine, it's not the same as the flu vaccine. It's not really a, a vaccine. So this news that the, the flu has returned, it's it's kind of I don't think it helps the CDC or Dr. Fauci's case. Then we have Nicole Wallace, 
Nicole Wallace went on television the other day to talk about the vaccines, to talk about, you know, the new, the guidelines. And in the midst of her conversation with a doctor, she said something that I think was right on point. She got right down to the nub of the heart of the issue on COVID. Can I just be super blunt? Um, is everyone going to get it? Everyone I know has COVID right now. Nicole, everybody is not necessarily going to get it. We have the tools to be able to prevent people from getting it. And we should do everything we How? can How? to avoid I've, I've getting used, I've used all those tools. I'm triple vaxxed. I wear a mask everywhere except when I sit down and I put it on before I get up. And I'm going to get it. So how do you not get it? How do you not get Omicron? Nicole, that's very fatalistic. I, I know how you feel. I understand. I think what we want to do is we really want to avoid getting it right now, because if we can stop the amount of transition transmission, we're going to be able to protect our health system. The masks make a very big difference. I would wear a very high quality KN95 mask. I think that that will make a very big difference in terms of this. I think avoiding uh, uh, places that are very crowded are going to work. We know what actually works. It's not inevitable. Uh, of course, boosting is going to be the thing and vaccinations are going to really keep people out of it. But I understand your frustration. I understand how everybody feels. It is not inevitable. We should do what we can to avoid getting it and understand if we've done everything we can, the likelihood is we're going to have a more mild version. And that's much better than we were before. So totally understood. I get where you feel, how you feel. So does the rest of the country. But there are things we can do to minimize it. What was extraordinary about what you just heard is that the doctor was saying the same thing that was being said to us when this all first broke out. Nothing has advanced. As a matter of fact, we were told early on that if we took the shot, if we got the vaccination, that uh, that uh, we would be all right, that we could return to normal. See, one of the things that the Biden administration did was lie to us about how if things were shut down, you know, we're going to shut down the virus. They weren't able to do that. But the other big lie was the vaccines. Martin, let's bring up that um, little montage of, of uh, if you have if you take the vaccine, you're going to be OK. You're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations, these vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. 
All right, Martin. Now bring up uh, Nicole Wallace for me one more time, please. Because see, you, you heard the promise here. If you get the vaccine, you can go back to to living a normal life. If you get the vaccine, you won't have to wear a mask anymore. You want to wear a mask inside. If you just get the vaccine, you know everything's going to be hunky dory. That was like what uh, what six months ago. Now you have Nicole Wallace asking the big money ball question. Can I just be super blunt? Um, is everyone going to get it? Everyone I know has COVID right now. Okay, but that's enough. Is everyone going to get it? Let me help you out, Nicole. The answer to the question is yes. Yes. Everyone eventually is going to get COVID in the same way everyone, you know, probably has gotten the flu by now. You're going to get it. And Nicole, chances are you're going to live. You're going to live. You're going to be all right. And some folks would like to think it's because of the, the, the multiple vaccines you got. You said you had three of them and the booster, right? You said you wear your mask everywhere you go. And once you sit down, you take it off the talk. I don't know how that's going to protect you, but you wear it. So the answer to your question is seeing everybody, you know, has COVID and you've taken the precautions. You're going to get it. But you're going to be all right. And that's what people are finding out, especially with the Omicron variant. You have some scientists who have been banned to saying that oh, the Omicron variant is a gift to God. It's the thing that's going to spread herd immunity. You have some folks saying that because it's spreading so fast, it can't, it's not as lethal. But even if we're talking about the, the more lethal COVID-19, again, it basically attacks the elderly and the people who have underlying conditions. So that's where our attention should have been spread, should have been concentrated, but it hasn't been, has it? Nicole Wallace demonstrates in this little clip how this is all overblown and how we can live our lives and we can live our lives, most importantly, without fear. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, I just, we have so many people that are just stuck on fear. They can't help themselves. There, there are some people who, you know, they really are experiencing whether it's a placebo or not. You know, the, the, the steps that are taken to make sure that they live a sanitized life, it might be working for them. The problem is they're trying to force that on the rest of us. My name is James T. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm sitting in for the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talking about MyPillow for years and how it's changed the way I sleep. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fitted me personally for my own MyPillow because I told him, I said, I don't think I really like him. And he said, wait, I think you have the wrong one. Got me the king size pillow. It has changed the way I sleep. It will not go flat. You can wash and dry it constantly and it stays the same amazing shape. You fluff it once before you go to sleep and it's that way. Best of all, it's made right here. So you don't have to worry about, are they going to be MyPillows on the 
the shelves. Along with the lowest price offer, Mike is also extending his money-back guarantee trial until March 1st of next year, so it makes a great Christmas gift. You can get the standard MyPillow for $19.98, originally $69.98, a $50 savings, and the king-size pillow is $10 more. Go and see all their rotating discounts, over 150 MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Show. My name is James T. Harris, a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. It's been my pleasure to sit in for the Glenn Beck Show today. And you know, whenever I do, I just feel honored to do so because Glenn Beck was one of the early people I was listening to on the radio. His style, his his depth of information has always just been challenging. And I think that his heart is absolutely on point as far as being a culture warrior in our society. I am so happy that I had an opportunity to use his, his platform to talk about uh, some of the issues that we're facing with critical race theory. I want to use the last segment of, this, of the program to address something that's happening right here in my own hometown of Phoenix. It's at ASU, Arizona State University. And they had an incident a few months ago. We had two students who were sitting in a building uh, in a study center, and the students happened to be uh, white students, and they had uh, back the blue stickers on their computers. Well, that triggered two young ladies, two Americans of African descent, and they went over and they berated the young men, berated them. To the point where the young men to, to try to keep the peace just got up and, and left the hall. They were offended that white folks were in the multicultural section of the building. Well, that created a, a national outstir, uh, outcry. Yeah, people were upset. People were calling the university. And it turns out that these two young ladies, they actually got in trouble with the university and they were sanctioned. Well, these ladies, they took umbrage with the sanction. And they put out a video to tell you exactly what is wrong in at ASU, this systemically racist university. And here's how it went. ASU's investigation found us guilty of interfering with university activities. Dear white people, AKA ASU, <laughs> you openly discriminated against us on November 16th when you handed down your decision from your racially biased investigation. We are being persecuted for defending our multicultural center from racism and sexism. You gave us two punishments. The first one was a warning. And the second one was to write a three-page paper on how next time when we talk with white people about race and society, we will be civil. This video is in fulfillment of our educational intervention. We're going to give ASU an educational intervention on why telling students of color at ASU to be more civil in the face of white supremacy and neo-Nazism on this campus is actually violent. Okay, that's enough. That's critical race theory for you right there. That's why it's a problem. That's why it should be banished. And young ladies, I have a suggestion. 
Why don't you attend Hampton University or Spelman? Jackson State University, there's plenty of historical black colleges. Stop picking on ASU. <laughs> James T. Harris, it's been a pleasure filling in for the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program.